So when things do start to change, things will seem like to get out of control. And you just got to keep up. You got to keep up until the point where you might just have to take a leap of faith that we can change the world together. You know, is that so much to disbelieve? I mean, hey, kids, every generation says they can change the world. But everyone eventually disbelieves it because they fall into the system. They buy into the system. They get what the system gives them. And they don't strive for a better way. And that deal of hypocrisy. You know, constantly reaching for tomorrow. Selling out for tomorrow. You're seeking to have everything. All you can get tomorrow. Instead of living your life today. Live your life as hard as you can. Achieving as much as you can. And you can't go wrong. And you'll be able to keep up with the events that come today. You'll keep on keeping on. Eventually, you know, either you're going to do it the old way or you're going to do it the new. It's your choice. It's not my choice. It's your choice. Everyone and everywhere has a choice. You're starting with the women. Worldwide. If you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. Because America is the hub of freedom, liberty, and justice. At least it used to be. Sorry, world. Ideals of America have been shaded. You know, we need to write that right. We need to undo the wrong. Whatever happened to American exceptionalism? That's why I ask you today. When will you ever see it? When will you ever actually hear it? Especially in those who run our entire leadership. That's just based on me and greed and having more. And selling out everything to get it. Just buy into this ideology of division and hate. You know, competition. I'm talking about chaos, competition. When you could be working together. You know, the people, the people could be working together. You don't have to listen to those in charge. We just help each other. We just marry someone from another country. We just vow to not get married in this country so women can show solidarity and men can show solidarity to them as well. That we're going to change how the world functions. You know, if women actually have an equal say, then hey, welcome to a better day. I'm telling you. At least you'll change a huge dynamic in how humanity thinks and functions. And how can that not be a good thing? You know, put up your best female, each side. 
You won't let you choose one of them. That's what I'm saying. Each side will get who they want, but I'll guarantee you, you know, certain groups will be like, nope. Can't have the women in charge. The rhetoric of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to hear it. To try to stop the narrative of letting women have equal rights. If you can do it here, you can do it anywhere, people. And it cuts throughout all society. It's what makes America the hub. You may be racist, but you gotta be at least you know, believe that you know, women are equal to you, men. I mean, come on. In this day and age, you can't see a woman as an equal. You know, talk about an injustice. They're one half of humanity. There's the silenced other half. With the minority, the slaves. And because they can do it to them, you know, then you can do all the other slaveries we have as well, like racism. You know, it justifies it right off the bat because you know all the races buy into sexism. All religions buy into sexism. Hey, try to argue the fact. I mean, just look at the history. I don't need to say anything. Right? It's been a hundred years. That's it. That's it. And it can go the way of the dodo bird. You know, when the earth is flat. Again. You know, when they, you know, starve us out or blow us up. When they fracture the systems, which they control absolute. If there's ever a fracture in the system, guess what? Whose fault is it? You know, it's the whole 1%, not just one of them, all of them, because they all work together. They're all one club. If they fractured the system, well then, it's on them. It's not on us. If they're fracturing the system, I call it illegitimate. If they're stacking the courts, I call it illegitimate. If they're knocking, willing to knock a third time of hypocrisy, I call it illegitimate. God calls them as I sees them. That's the highest court in the land. No higher people. You know, talk about the enshrinement of liberty. You know, with the people in charge, right? The people in charge. Now, those are the people who represent the people in charge. Us. You know, they're the, the speakers for the left and the right. You know, the division. The fighting. The my way or the highway. You know what? Make them all female. There you go. You'll have 10 judges of 10 councils. If they can't get their job done, that you know, people are holding on from grim death to retire because it's so divided, you need more courts. I'm sorry, people. You know, let's get this stuff done. You want to get this done? Let's have 10 courts of 10. If you want to have your divided court, well, you want to put 50% conservative and 50% liberal on them, we can have the, the straight red blues. But I hope we could... Uh, Try to strive for some purples. You know, more purple the better. That's what I say. You know, talk about a brand new day. You know, let's have an all-female court. They can decide on, you know, how to govern women. What's the majority of women? What do they think? You know, well, that should be what we do. 
because we discuss it in public forum, in transparency. The highest people in the land who rule should be the most transparent. You know, don't be afraid to say what you think. If it's a good idea, then hey, it'll fly. If it's not, then you know, maybe it's not for you. You know, extremism shouldn't rule the day. People think you're extremist, you shouldn't be in there. Because extremism is why we have this whole world we have today. You know, one that's divided instead of united. Is it such a bad thing to be united? You know, the naysayers are like, don't be united. Why? What's wrong with being united? Isn't, shouldn't that be ideal of every country is their citizenship to unite? I mean, that's what all our leadership claims to rule by. Oh, we give them our authority. You know, they rule by our authority. We placed them in the power. We agreed to this, you vote for us and we will rule over you system we have. But did we? You know, did we ever actually agree to that? That we gave over our rights to self-govern to those in charge? I mean, yeah, we did in the past. You know, that's for sure. History's history. But do we today? Is the sentiment of today, you know, we should give over our power to self-rule to those who rule over us? And they're doing the job that they're doing? I mean, they literally don't do the one job they're supposed to do. Compromise. That's it. Compromise. Middle ground, you know, is the high ground. You know, compromisement is their one sole purpose. And it's the one sole thing they don't do. Especially the extremism. You know, extremism of not having the right to defend yourself. You know, on the left. And the extremism of trying to own and control women still on the right. With religious might. You know, stop the extremism. Bring back the gun culture. Get rid of, you know, the Bible thumping. You know, in a country that's supposed to say separation church and state and freaking mean it. And which theocracy is everyone calling for? You know, is the Islamic theocracy? Is it the, uh, the Jewish theocracy? The pagan theocracy? Oh no, wait, wait, let me guess. Maybe I'll get it right this time. It's the Christian theocracy. Okay, well now which one? Will we go back to the old European Pope in charge? Have his thumb over all of the society? Is that what you want to go back to? Is that when America was great for you? You know, it's only been great for certain people, people. You know, the white, the male, the rich, the established, and all the backing of rhetoric of I'm better and more right than anyone else. Your attitude of my way or the highway religions around the world that push rhetoric of division and hate all the time. All the time. Hey kids, stop listening to your parents. You know, they're like, they're wrong. You know, be wide-eyed and idealistic. If they can't solve these problems, well then, you know, go so marry someone from another religion. If every 
you know, female decided to do that, well then, hey, welcome to a brand new day. Because now people have to be forced to get along because now you're related to them. And the kid can choose whatever religion it wants to be when it turns, I don't know, 13 or 14. Right before they become adults. At, I don't know, 16, perhaps even 15. You know, the better you train your kids in a world that functions where the world isn't completely fucked, guess what? Kids will learn like that. Because they learn how to get along. They learn to see each other as equals. They learn to help one another instead of trying to compete with one another. You know, welcome to a brand new day. You want to get to 2080 where it's like Star Trek? Well, you got to go back to the 1980s, people, before this whole, you know, clusterfuck started. You know, it's used military jargon. And military, yeah. You've been watching it your whole life, especially those on the top. You know, what the fuck? You know, the world is so divided. You know, quite frankly, if you want to blame anyone, look in the mirror. You're all at least half the problem. You're at least, at least half the problem. You know, the world's a reflection of what you put out there. And if all you ever put is anger and hate and division and, you know, I'm going to shoot you with nuclear bombs. Yeah, well, guess what you're going to get back? You know, take a guess. I'll give you 50-50 here. You know, what you put out are the exact opposite. Oh, they're going to love and respect you. You know, that's what you expect to eventually happen. Now, not when you put a gun at their heads their entire lifetime. You know, the swords of Democles that America pushes out, you know, allows them to have the sword of Democles that China and Russia puts over our own heads. You know, those swords, you know, the Chinese and Russian swords that glitter above our heads, you know, those are placed there. You know, I say, by the old rhetoric of, you know, power, no matter what, we can freedom, no matter what, rhetoric of war. You know, the two big old fist pumps of World War II. We didn't have to blow up those bombs. We could have just stalled them. We could have just, we could have just sieged Japan. I, I always thought, you know, just like I think you could siege, you know, those who control the system today. You know, don't do it their way. Siege. What they didn't want to do that. They're just like, no, we're going to blow it up. You know, to show the world that America can have the military might to force its will. And that's where it all started. You know, we could have shook hands and said, peace, get rid of nationalism. But we didn't. You know, the people still remained divided. Because those in charge remained keeping us divided. They continued to force their will upon us, even after two world wars, where everyone was like, we're sick of those in charge destroying the planet, and society, and our futures. What are they doing today, people? They're putting nuclear bombs on hypersonic missiles controlled by AI. You know, next, next thing's going to be is you know, laser bombs streaking over skies, blowing up. You know, tactical nuclear weapons. You know, this is the rhetoric they're pushing. This isn't me. And this is no conspiracy shit. 
This is exactly what's going on in the world. You know, no one just like, can you pick to just roll it like a movie reel in your mind, people? Roll it. What's the world when what's going on today actually starts happening? You know, someone's ego gets hurt, then boom. You think you can take out another country? Or some, you know, they were hinting today. They have, they have weapons, supposedly, that are more powerful than nuclear bombs. You know, but they won't tell what the world what it is. You know, some speculated it was an antimatter bomb. I don't know. Maybe it's like a fleet of, you know, 100,000 drones that can fly across the globe like that. You know, parked under Area 51. Hey, you know, if those if those ships are true, what if they had tens, if not hundreds of thousands of them? And you just didn't know it. It's like a big old beehive of them underneath there. I mean, talk about the ultimate weapon. Like, you can just drop a ship over any place in the world instantaneously. You know, I saw a report that one of those things let a, let a contrail that went from the South Pole to the North Pole. That took like like an hour or something. I, I forget what it was, but it was, it was a ridiculous short period of time. That proved that, you know, that's a speed which um, that supposed technology today can't achieve. But if it happened then, and if it's ours, then could they have a weapon like that? With drones that just go across the entire planet in the blink of an eye, faster than you can do anything about it. Now imagine they're in subs. Hey, you know, think tactically, that'd be the way to do it. You could be up, over, instantly, before hypersonic missiles could be launched. You know, is, is that the way you know, those who want to rule should rule? You're know, watching everything we do? You know, the power state from above? You know, that'll happen here in America too, people. And we'll think that we're the good guys. You know, under that rule, under that way. Because they'll say, you know, they're all wrong over there. And I say, are they really? Or are they just a reflection of the world we have today? You know, a world completely made by those in charge. I mean, who else made it? Yeah, we we actually did all the work. But they're the ones who pulled the strings and pushed the finances and, you know, made the rhetoric. You know, on and on it goes. With those who have everything. And it's amazing. No matter how much they have, this has always boggled my mind. No matter how much they have, they still feel and think it's not enough. They still want more. They still want more. No matter... How amazing your economy's gone from zero to hero in 30 years due to the help of America. You know, you still want to be just as bad or worse than them by competing and just controlling everything. You know, you want to be the next America, number one. I say, you really want to show, show the world you know, what it's like to, you know, have a centered mind. Try not to be like that. If the whole world wants to be like America, you know, in the, in the world, it, it's being controlled by a system today 
I gotta say, eh. I mean, consumerism's nice, but it's destroying the planet. And we need to go back to a more, you know, civilized, sustainable, you know, cultural way of living. Actually, the people just get along without the rhetoric of hate. With those in charge just pushing war. Because guess what? You know, back in the day before all this happened, before the kings and queens, like, ruled over us. Man, in a way, when you were tribal, people were a lot more free. It was hard for the few to rule over everyone. You had a live and let live kind of attitude. You know, and that's why I'm kind of saying, like, if you want to have a live and let live attitude kind of way of life, you got to have transparency. You got to have, like, this complete leap of faith that, you know, AI in the hands of the people is a far better world than AI in the hands of those in control. You know, which is better, people? I got to ask you. You know, when you press that accept button, that you'll do everything they say because you know, their AI controls everything and they've kicked you out of your jobs. You know, all the truckers, gone. Well, hey, maybe you should you know, take a stand before you know, they do get rid of you. Because that's what it is. Just like the typewriter. You see any accountants anymore? Nope. Not like it used to be. Now, should I say it should be like that forever? No, not at all. You know, if it's in the hands of the people, then AI is great. You know, now you can just, you know, fix drones. I don't know. I mean, the, the sky's the limit. We, we're going into space. I mean, you can, like, shuttle ships to another planet. That's what I'm talking about. You can start building machinery in space from asteroids that go by instead of just watching them fly by. We should be collecting those things. You keep seeing these asteroids. It's like, should we put some rockets on that and slow those things down so we can build a developed society that's able to make things from stuff from space so we don't have to transport it all up there? Why aren't we doing that? Why, why isn't our leadership thinking that big? Like, hey, let's go stop one of these asteroids and put it in orbit. You know, now we can mine this thing. Now we can build space stations in space with drones. You know, 3D print the future, people. That's how you get there. Leave a three, live a 3D printed life. Live like it's 1980. You'll go back to a cell phone that's like the size of a car battery if you have to. You know, at least it's secure. At least it's 100%. At least it's your everything. It's your data storage. It's it's everything. You know, just like your cell phones are today. But even better. You know, have a brick. That is who you are digitally. And always improve that. You know, get rid of these two small phones and two big computers and make the brick. And that just gets Bluetooth to user interface devices. That's it. You know, talk about the future. You just roll it out and it's, you know, a screen overlaid on your eyes that you can see through or it can black out behind and then you see a more augmented reality that's virtual. You can fade in re real reality and augmented reality and overlay it with a digital version of it. So when you look at someone, 
They could be standing in front of you like in a skin tight suit, but because your AI can see this person's body easier, it'll create like an overlaid costume that you can see in virtual reality. And that's why I always imagine future being when it comes to the coolness of AI and high technology in the hands of the people because we can get there. But in today's world, we're never going to get there, people. The world I'm talking about, you know, that's 2080. If not 2040, if you truly tried for it, you know what I'm saying? It's all a matter of how hard you believe that we can change the world. In a world of efficiency that works together, where thought is open instead of controlled by those with endless money and power through copyright and patents, you know, now, okay, now every idea is put out there and all the best ideas are put together and the best ideas rise to the top and it's the best thing for humanity. You know, everyone gets it, everyone. If everyone gets it, then hey, you know, doing things for the social good is a good thing. And it always should be, because it's the moral thing to do. But you got to do it efficiently. And the way to do that is, uh, you know what you want, have your top ten list, and then go achieve them. You know, whoever has the, the number, most number one things on our top ten list, you know, we'll get done first. You know, we need 20,000 toasters. Boom, let's make those things. You know, we hit that limit. If we only needed, you know, 50 coffee makers, and you know, maybe we'd have to wait. Yeah, I don't know. But that's just an example. I'm in a 3D printed world where, well, heck, you know, if you're going to be 3D printing everything and it's designed to be, you know, you're cannibalized and you have standardized parts that are plug and play, designed to be recycled eventually, you know, long lasting so it can physically trickle down through the economics, well then, hey, let's talk, talk about start changing the world. Because human effort won't be wasted in this throwaway society we have for the endless seeking of better fit for me and no one else in competition and division when we can make the best things for everyone. Now, wouldn't everyone love to have a Tesla? You know, let's just make that the standard car, just like the Model T. You know, the, the modern Model T, a Tesla. You know, all the other versions go away. They're all going to focus on coming out the next drones together. You know, utilize your R&D, come out with the best drones that can connect to a, a pod, you know, which was on your wheels for the car, connect to that, de detach those wheels, and fly away. You know, you own the pod. You can make the pod cool or messy or whatever. But, you know, the, the social good, it's like... Wouldn't it be nice to live in a world where you don't have to worry about the maintenance of your your pod that and your not, not your pod but the uh, the wheeled mechanism and the drone? You just call it up and then it takes you away and without all the money. When it runs on free nuclear power, you know that's you know solely being replaced by you know turning the sands of Australia, Africa, America. You know, into giant solar farms and wind farms, you know, around the world. You know, get the silver bullets that can solve the world's problems today with nuclear energy. Have so much overcapacity 
it becomes free around the world, you know, from Russia, China, and America just making endless amounts of it and putting out on a worldwide you know, energy network. You know, and hey, talk about you know, the leaderships of the world. You, you provide free energy for the world. You know, right now. And, and that's going to be transferred into you know, making rockets for going out into space eventually. But eventually that energy needs to shift over to green. You know, what's the most efficient thing? You know, sustainability. That's that's what you gotta look at. You know, that will that will give you the best options and choices as a society. You know, at least it's out until you're out in space. I mean, space is endless, people. Endless. There's so much resources out there. You can't even fathom it. It's more than you could ever use. It's an endless resource. Everyone's so like, oh, man, it is endless. You have no idea. All you have to do is design the technology to utilize its goods. And humanity can reach among the stars. It's a society that functions to you know, research these things together. You get the things done a lot quicker. If we had competition trying to figure out how to terraform Mars versus the world working together, how to terraform Mars, which one do you think will come out on top? You know, competition has its thing, but man, it's brutal. It's brutal. You know, and it's cutthroat attitude of win, 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 more, 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 me, 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 money, money, money. Just the endless bottom line. To have endless greed and perverse levels of lifestyle. I mean, how many mansions do you need? For some people, it's like, oh, you know, five is not enough. No, you can't, can't have five. No, gotta have seven. It's like, how many? I mean, I, I'd, be, I'd love to have just one mansion. I'd be like, yeah, sweet, finally. Not these people. They need 20 mansions. They gotta have everything. You know, at least that's the rhetoric they push. Like, hey, this is the image. You gotta have everything. You know, and that's that's what pushes the uh, whole divisionistic competition. Because we all want to be like that. That's that's the shiny jewel of, you know, we gotta just have everything mentality. You know, it feeds into your mind year after year through the media, through culture, through the media pushing a certain culture. You know, do they push a culture of help? No, they push a culture of greed. But in the end, you all buy into it. I get it. I bought into it to a certain degree in my life. You know, I live within the rules. You know, there's buying into it to just barely making it. And there's this buying into it to just 
have everything you want, push everyone else down your whole life to get there. And in doing that, I mean, you just screw the rest of humanity. And you're clamoring to get to the top to be like them. And they, everyone does it. You push down other people below you. This is how you get these extremisms in wealth disparity. Because you had it said it like, you know, a 16 to 1 ratio back, you know, similar to when it was a 20 to 1 ratio. You know, the world would be far better off. You know, for everyone. You know, except those who feel like they need to have everything. Guess what, those people? We could be in space if you would just stop trying to control everything. You know, society needs a balance. You know, what, what's the epitome of, you know, new economic new desire? You usually it's to have a strong little class. Okay, well, if you make a strong little class and make that the heart of, you know, humanity, you should try to do everything you can to grow that. And the only way to do that is to, you know, bring those who have less up and bring those who have everything down. I'm sorry. You're those on the top. Your ratios of wealth disparity today are through the roof. Through the roof. You should all go to Burning Man and just burn it all up. If enough of you did it, then you, know, you got to question the right of everyone else who didn't, you know, to rule over you because your leadership, you're them, and you want real change. You know, power of the people. Instead of this top-down rulership way we do things. I always, I always love these stories about these CEOs. are like, oh, we hang out in the office together. Me and my, my, my pals here. Well, yeah, in a world where if there weren't such disparities of wealth, I could agree with you. But, you know, you being so wealthy, it makes this huge wall of power over those who you rule over. When you should be looking at those colleagues and equals. But just, admit, just because you're administrators doesn't mean you should own everything. You know, that's the world we have today. Administration owns everything. You know, they're the part of humanity that's supposed to be you know, the purveyors of coordination and getting things done in a, an efficient manner that makes logical sense. And in the meantime, they just took all the wealth for themselves. They used time and money and endless amounts of expansions of it and math and investing and, you know, their wizardy waves of moving money around and taxing you endlessly. To just own everything. Every time you spend your money, it gets deleted. It's like the evaporation of your money. When the money comes rolling down that mountain, and we finally, our, our parched people down here at the sand, we finally get some. You get your money and then you pass off the next person and, and it evaporates a little bit. And the next person, it evaporates. The next person, it evaporates. And the next person, it evaporates. This is how they have it. It's just like, it hits the bottom of the dead mountain and it gets hot. And it just evaporates back into the top. Because the whole, the whole world is just so parched. That's why it's so hot. We're all thirsty for 
economy, for money. But each time it gets passed down, they tax it. After a couple times, it's pretty worthless. And when they do that, guess what else they do? They create endless debt as it gets passed down. Because some people just can't get that money all the time because there's not enough of it. So you're just like, well, I need to go into debt. You know, I need to get an education. I need to go into debt. You know, to get enough. You get a little, you get a big old cup of it. It's like, here you go. We'll part, we'll quench your thirst. You know, sand person. You know, those who live on the bottom of the economic pyramid. Like, ah. But now, you got to pay a price. You know, we, we quenched your thirst. Sign this contract. You know, and that's how they debt humanity. You know, they do it in a couple ways. You know, each time it's indebted, the, the mountain grows bigger. Year after year, the mountain grows bigger. It's like a big, giant, pointy mountain. You know, black and perfect. You know, right at the top, right at the tippity, tippity, tippity top. You know, that 1%. Or quite, to be more honest, that 0.1%. That own everything. That they're the ones... Rolling the money down debt mountain. And some will feel like they're justifying that and they do good things in the world. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you may be doing good things, but you're still supporting a system where the whole thing is you're rolling money down debt mountain all the way at the top. You're part of them. You're one of them. You're one of those who's rolling the money, the huge, huge piles of money down that mountain. And every time you do that, buddy, you're making that mountain bigger. So big that look at it today. Look at it today. Look what it's done to the world. All this greed. All this, I've got to have so much more than everyone else. I mean, like I said before, how many mansions do you need? How many boats do you need? And some of them, I, I'm sure they live you know, pretty decent, you know, nice lives, but you got your cherries and all. I mean, it makes you feel better, but you're supporting a system that's creating this whole problem in the first place. That's something you don't see. You'll burn that money at Burning Man. See what happens. You know, could you live with like 1% of what you own? I'm pretty sure even at 1%, you'd be richer than most people in the country still. Still. You know, could people ever do that? You know, could a young person, you know, who owns like an entire voice of America and the world do that? To stand for something more than just, you know, greed and money and the status quo and the way they do everything? You know, Zuckerberg did that. I'm mean, like, hey, thumbs up, buddy. You know, I forgive you for all the bullshit. Because who knew? You know, you're dealing with the government, right, all the time. Like, ah, oh, what a pain. Fuck them. They don't got they don't control you, they don't own you. You know, show them you're better than them. You'll burn billion dollars. Right to the sky. And if I had as much money as that, it wouldn't bother me none. And what are you gonna do with all that money? Probably gonna spend most of it anyways. You're not gonna spend it. Fucking burn it, dude. That's what I would do. You'll know, be that rich. Be like, pa. 
into the fire with his way of doing things. You know, free humanity, that's, that's what we should be seeking. You're using a network to bring us together instead of dividing us. Your transparency, your security of your data in your hands of the user, period. 100%. No ifs, ands, or buts. Encrypted from front to end. Your coin verification systems. Your AI in your hands working together with other AIs in everyone else's hands. And everyone can be their own independent nation. You know, free, free app. You know, sign up for your own independent, you know, company. Free. Doesn't cost anything. Now everyone could be incorporated. Wouldn't that be nice? Everyone could get incorporated now. You know, better yet, make your own sovereign country. Because that's basically what incorporation is. It's its own entity. You know, make your own entity. You can make your own entity. Doesn't have to be a corporation. It could be a human. A human. You know, articles of incorporation, sustainability. Transparency. Truth. When you have truth, you have honor, people. You can build back, bring back your word. Imagine that. Get rid of like 90% of these laws just by bringing back your word. You know, picking whatever truth you want to say. You know, digitally. You know, in virtual reality, you can all look at it. You know, what you're agreeing to. You know, we don't have to throw the baby out without with the bathwater, people. We can still keep law, but I'd say 90% of it just... Whoosh, all rhetoric of division and hate. You know, if it if it's sniffs of anti-freedom, I don't like it. You know, freedom people, you know, it's tough, it's hard, you're gonna have to deal with people who want to air their shit out. You know, but that's the world we live in today. You know, but now you'll see them for who they are. You know, when someone wants to be racist, hey, be racist, buddy. People will rate you as a racist. You know, in a transparent world. And when you talk to people and you're dealing with them, then, you know, maybe someone who isn't white won't want to help you. Because that, that's of their own free will. Everyone can help each other of their own free will, people. You don't need money. When there's no money involved, then there's no authority saying you owe someone. You know, if it's of your own free will, then you, know, you, you can have the right to say yay or nay. You know, but it's transparent. It can only be done if it's transparent. Because you know, now at least people will know who they're dealing with if you're going to be racist or sexist or you know, whatever. You're know, religiously biased. You know, people won't want to deal with you. You can hang out with those who are just like you. you know, racists can help the racists and you know, the sexually people and then you know all the men who want to be men who don't agree with women and want to own them can deal with each other you know people who try to cheat the system you know please you know we're all having AI now don't think they won't see your patterns 
You know, this this makes it so all the jokers go away. All the trolls. You know, bye-bye trolls. We're no longer listening to you because if you're not a transparent person, you know, no one listens to you. Like, who, who is this person? Don't even care. They're not transparent. You know, their rhetoric loses strength. They keep an eye on them, on them just, just to see how crazy they're being, right? At the same time, don't listen to them no more. Don't take them seriously. And they fade away. Your crime fades away because now you have a reasonable semblance of sanity when it comes to wealth dis- distribution. Yeah, wealth distribution going from you know, 1 to 20 or 1 to 16 even better. You walk on back to you know when America was supposedly great. Welcome back to where, you know, you could live your life in a decent manner, with some dignity, with some respect. You know, being whoever you want to be, even if that's an artist, even if that's a singer, or you know, someone who just wants to, you know, clean up the planet. You know, that's what we should be striving for, is doing the right thing. You know, we, we fight for money, we work for money, and we, we spend our whole lives just doing the wrong thing. It's just all about yourself, instead of about doing the right thing. Now, I know it's hard, because you won't have this glorious life you have today, but if you can 3D print the world... I'm telling you, you go from go to from zero to hero in 30 years, just like China did. You want to talk about how fast you can rise? One thing China did different that I was like thumbs up on was getting rid of all this patent and copyright law. It's out the window, and look how fast they come up. Now they should be respectful of other people's ideas, but at the same time, it's like if you did that, if you had a world where your know, ideas were open. To a certain extent, you know, we got to start a little bit, a little bit away first until we know the world's together. They want to give away everything because some people may still want to go back to an old way of doing things, right? You can't let that happen. But in the world of tomorrow, like 2080, you know, everyone should just work together worldwide. You still have your cultural zones, right? But, you know, people should learn to work, work together, you know, of, by, and for the people. In all nations around the world. Because all nations claim to rule for the will of the people. Right? The People's Party. Well, let's just do this direct. Let's just cut out the middleman, all the rhetoric of hate and war and division. You know, those endlessly pushing for more nuclear weapons. You know, more disparities between the rich and the poor. More injustice. You know, more war. And you know, more of doing this, things the same way we've done it for, you know, since the Reagan administration. Since we, everyone thought that was bullshit before trickle-down economics even came into, the, you know, the, the human mind. They thought it was all bullshit. And we're still doing it, people. You know, they still sell you on this, and you still believe in it. And you still allow it to continue to go on. Remember who's been doing that, people. 
You know, it's all been through the conservative side. You're just like religion with abortion. You're just like breaking up the representation of collective bargaining through unions. But one thing I will stand with them on is the right to defend yourself, the right to defend freedom. You know, as long as it's safe and responsible people, smart guns, I'm all for it. Everyone should. It should be an American duty to be able to defend your life at any moment or defend the nation at any moment. Because the citizens need to be the government. You know, maybe in a world where the world's finally peaceful, we can have it, so you don't have to do that. But in the world we have today, unless you got pitchforks and torches, people, you know, the system's not going to listen to you. No, I shit you not. Because they always think they can own you some way at the point of a gun. Because that's their mindset. They will always stoop to that level in their mind. And that's why they think they can get away with anything. You know, so much so that they arm our police forces. You know, the citizens intermarry <laughs> their citizens' force with military-grade weapons, military-grade armor, military-grade weapons of you know, policing that is against the people. That needs to go away. It needs to go away. If it's so bad that you know, they need to be armored to stand against the people who are fighting for freedom and change, well, there's a problem. And that's you get a situation of authoritarianism with the few who think a certain way go against the many, which are the people. Guess what? The majority of Americans are the people. You're not the extremism. The majority. We're the people. We are the people. That's like literally the first words on the Constitution. You know, if a system goes against the people, you gotta ask yourself, is that a lawful order? You look it up. You always be stand ready to not follow an unlawful order. You should not stand against the people. You know, in all countries, any country that claims to rule by the will of the people, you know, the People's Party, well, if they stand against the people, then maybe you should be questioning, you know, those who told you to do this or that. You know, those are your fellow people, your countrymen, trying to stand up for your rights, for your family's rights, for everyone's rights. And yet those in charge who aren't doing their jobs, you're just going to do what they say. You know, and Jack boot them in the face. You know, an unlawful order is an unlawful order. Period. You know, just disarm and walk to the other side. That's what I'm saying. Get tired, sitting there watching, it's like, man, I can't take this. My fellow countrymen just hate me. You know, take off your gear, drop on the ground, walk to the other side. That's what I'm saying. If enough people did it then. You know, good luck finding you know, people to stand against the people. Especially when people don't care about money no more. They're burning the streets. Throwing it on the ground. They're using a transparency system. Now we can network our way out of this people. We can siege. We can drop out until the system depowers. And we're the people. We're the ones who make the system go. 
still. They haven't placed us yet. You know, but the writing's on the wall, isn't it, truckers? You know, the writing's on the wall. If you don't do anything now, you know, now's your only chance. You know, now you get concessions. You stop, you stop everything. You'll get what you want. If you don't do it now, though, if you wait too long, it'll be too late. You know, self-driving cars aren't here yet. You know, siege the system. Help, help with the siege. You know, you're driving along. Even if you are in the system, you're driving along. You're in an area where there's no cameras. Stop your vehicle. Slow up traffic. You make, make traffic jams all over America. All over the world. Until things change. You know, do it, do it on, you know, right before Christmas. Right? The super capitalist day of the, day of the year. You're right, right on Black Friday. You know, people could do that too. Hey, car's not working. Ugh, just slow down. Check, check my brakes. Okay, I was checking my brakes, checking my brakes. Yeah, I'm checking my brakes too, buddy. We should do brake check. Brake check, brake check. Right? Nothing wrong with doing a brake check. Safety, safety first. You know, for now, you won't be able to do that when AI is driving you around. You know, that then they'll be watching everything you do. But yeah, people, there, there's such a new day coming, and it's either going to be great for everyone, or it's going to be really bad because those in charge... They can't, they can't, they can't lead. They can't do the one thing they're supposed to. They can't compromise. I mean, like, every time I see something about the government, I'm just like, where's the compromise? It's like literally their one job. But those on the right, like I said, you know, they just want to pull, pull, pull. While those on the left pull against the one thing that the right's correct about. You know, the right to defend yourself. You know, to keep America free. You know, bring back the gun culture and the self-defense culture in the youth today. Hey, youth, you want to change the world? Learn martial arts. Learn how to shoot a gun. I'm telling you. You know, watch the conservatism, you know, change into what it used to be. This isn't morphing into something new, people. It'd be like, whew, you know, lifting of the veil or, you know, taking off the mask and like, oh, revealing what conservative used to be. You know, pragmatism. You know, for the people. You know, efficiency. Small government. Well, middle grounds, efficiency, small government, people. Especially when you hook it up with AI. You know, in the world we have today, we're going to have to have some left-leaning and right-leaning laws. It's like a little checkbox. You live in a certain area of the country or the world, you know, everyone checkboxes and, you know, this is, this is a more liberal state or this is a more liberal or, or conservative area. You know, not by state, but by, just by, you know, like on a map. Like everyone just like says what they feel is, you know, how they would not want to live. You, you decide, right? You put, you tell the AI how you feel like you'd want to live. And it sends that out on the data coins. And you get a consensus. And eventually, you know, 
the, uh, the laws would shift left or right. Or preferably, most of them would be in the middle. But they'd all be the same throughout the land. Because if you have a left or right leaning version of it, and a middle version of it, you can make them all the same. You just you just check mark, check box mark them. As you drive through a different area of the, of the country, you look on your phone and like, oh, you know these are the laws that change. This is something you need to be aware of. You know, when entering this district, you can't have any, you know, weapons of lethal lethality. You have to have weapons of self-defense that are non-lethal. Right? Hey, conservatives, you're gonna have to give up your gun at the state line or at the at the border of. You know, most likely a, a city. You know, live and let live. They want to live like that, that's cool. But you got to respect your way of life. You know, if we had these left-right-leaning laws and they were the same throughout the land, then hey, talk about efficiency. You know, instead of splitting hairs about what's different from one state or another or one country to another, I mean, to me, it's all kind of the same. So why don't you just simplify it? So when you move around, you know the exact changes. There's not this wild, off-the-chain version of it. Because now you have left and right versions of it. You can standardize the left. You can standardize the right. But it can't do, be too far left. And it can't be too far right. And really, the middle one is what we should be you know, searching for the most. But right now, we really need to go for the change. You know, the left. You know, conservatism has been holding us back, you know, since the beginning of the space age. Since the beginning of the nuclear age. I mean, those two things alone. We'd already be in Star Trek land if they would continue to flourish. We wouldn't be in this environmental disaster problems. We wouldn't be in wars in the Middle East over oil for energy. But it didn't happen that way. That's the past. Now let's go back to that time. Let's reignite you know, that which was about to set us free. You know, let's finally you know, hit the hyperdrive, the flux capacitor, light it up. You know, freedom of you know, have you know, clean, free nuclear energy. Let's have a goal of going to the space. You know, as, as a world, working together to do it. You know, let's have, you know, the will of people in charge. You, me, and everyone else. Transparency. You know, the AI in our hands, the data in our hands. You know, bring those three together, just like the flux capacitor did. We'll talk about going to the future. First, you got to go to 1980. And then you'll get to 2080. And quite frankly... If half of what they say is true about those alien spaceships under Area 51, it could happen far faster than you think. If only that was for the good of the people, and the people were equal and free, and people actually got along with all the racism and the hate. I mean, if, if we can get along, then I don't see why that stuff couldn't be used you know, for the benefit of everyone. You know, but until all the hate goes away, I feel like you kind of have to you keep it so that you know, the purveyors of those who want freedom and liberty and justice for everyone should 
have limits to how far others who don't stand for for human liberty and justice can access those things that could transform society but it could also be used for negative things right let's just be honest so until the world changes and you know the mindset of you know the children and grandchildren changes that we can accept each other as equals on both sides then maybe maybe, maybe that should be restrict, restricted until that day you know around 2080 but i think we could get there you know, a world that's fully you know, open and free and working together you know, respecting each other's values and cultures respecting each other's right to stay either more on the left or more on the right of standardized laws so, but now we know the differences now when you go to another country you know, or should I say another cultural region now you know the laws because it's standardized it's just it just flipped a switch you look on your phone and now you know You know, countries that want to stay separate, that's fine. You know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, but countries that, that do change, you got to be in, you're all in or you're out kind of attitude. You know, it's, it's the only way it's ever going to solve anything. You know, it's an all or nothing. Either, either you want change or you don't. You want to be, you know, dictatorial and auto authoritarian and have your money and your your rhetoric of division and hate and your, and your money. And you can do that and you can deal with other people who are like you. But in the world of tomorrow, where you have a society that works together, you know, for the benefit of everyone, you can't just be giving it all the way to people who don't do that. You know, they want to they use what, you what they can take from you against you. It's like you're empowering your enemy. This is what I can understand about, you know, those who rule, they empower our enemies. It's like, you send all your money to supposed our enemies and you help our enemies and then you know this is what you get. You know, but you made them like that. The, the, those in power made them like that. I don't know, I guess there's only so much you can do. You know, in the past. You know, cultures are a lot different then. You know, the world coming together, I don't know. In the, in the way it's been done, you know, it's been forced. It's been, it's been rough. The world wars. I mean, all the stuff that's been going on for the last hundred plus years. You know, as we went to a technological age, it's like the entire thing has been used against humanity. Every twist and turn, whatever technology comes around, those control, utilize it for their own means. And it's the only way it ever goes forward. Because they have the money to invest in it. And without their money, nothing happens, right? And we don't make it happen because you know, we listen to the money. And that's the way it's always been. You know, this is why the money is an issue. I know it's crazy to say give up fiat currency. But it's stupid. You know, it's, it's the lifeblood that, that they use to make this mountain of debt over you people you have know, the indebted all society that created all this research research and expenditures for weapons of destruction and mass destruction around the world you know, mostly by america
And you all support it, you know? You'll make, make weapons that, instead of destroying the world, help bring peace. You'll put up a, a nationwide laser defense grid against hypersonic missiles. Because it's the only thing you can use to defend against the people. Let's just do that. We don't need hypersonic missiles. We just need to put up a laser defense grid. You know, you can't shoot a laser over the horizon. So it's defense only. You know, now you have a reason to get rid of nuclear bombs because, one, you can defend yourselves with the laser defense grid. You know, two, you can bring peace. If, if one country gets rid of them, you know, then maybe the other ones will start to fade away too. You know, and we can give away laser defense grids to any country that feels, you know, wary about giving up their nukes. Like, here you go. Here's some, here's some lasers. You know, let's hook you up to a worldwide energy grid and, you know, get that laser going. You know, this is how you utilize those trillion plus dollars every year. Instead of weapons of war, you can use them for, you know, laser defense grid, quote unquote, weapons of peace. And in doing so, build nuclear, nuclear power plants. You'll mass produce them, rubber stamp those things. You know, with China's help, you know, without, without them being able to be hacked with computers. You know, buttons and knobs, people. Bring them back. You know, make it efficient. Make it sustainable. Make it so you can switch out that dirty nuclear fuel for clean nuclear fuel when we finally get it. Or hooked into geothermal around Yellowstone. You know, I'd probably place it around Yellowstone and the Mississippi River. You know, divert the water from the Mississippi to the west. You know, heat the homes as it goes, right? But yeah, you can make an entire society based on where that river goes. The whole line, just you know, free heat, free electric, free water. But it's thinking big like that. That does the society ever really think big like that? You know. They don't. They just have like these little piecemeal pipe dreams. It's just like, you got to bring it all together. Like hyperloops? Talk about linking rule to city. Talk about building a bridge instead of an endless divide. You'll have, you know, Seattle 2.0, 3.0, You know, hyperlooped all across the entire state. You, you'll work in the city. You hyperloop out. You go live in the country. You know, in sustainable, smaller cities that are built vertically. You know, that are at peace with their environment. You know, make them vertical. Make them so you don't need cars. You make it so you have great places to live. You know, and build a society where people are in a system that, you know, it's like, like the future. You know, something you'd see on the Jetsons or, you know, Blade Runner. You'll make it so the systems are there to, you can go anywhere in the city like that. 
You can get all the things you need. Like that. And you hype, you jump on the hyperloop, and you go into the city. Like that. And it's all powered by clean nuclear energy. And we can go from here to there. Like that. You know, 3D print the future, people. It may be like 1980s at first, but hey, I'm telling you, you go back to 1980, you're going to go to 2080 far faster than you're going to do it from here. Because the world is just divided. You know, imagine how much more efficient it would be to, if we were united. So much more efficient. So, so, so much more efficient. You'll make America the hub of the world. You'll bring the world together. You want to have, you know, peace in the world. America wants to support peace. Instead of pushing hate and rhetoric you know, and war, you'll bring, bring people over here and live here. You know, show them how America is amazing. You know, once it is, finally. And then, wow, talk about a brand new day. You know, right now, you couldn't do that, but, because everyone's divided, but, in a world where, that I'm talking about, where we're united, yeah, as many people as you can get here, the better. You want to compete with the world, you'll make America the hub of the world. How do you do that? A billion people. You want to live in America? You know, come on over. You know, maybe not at first. I'm not talking like just air bomb a billion people in America. No. I'm talking about building sustainability. You make society amazing. You know, for yourselves. You bring people in to do it because they're willing to live with the bare necessities. You know, in a tent if you have to at first. You know, make the world amazing. And then as you do that, you're able to exponentially increase it because since we're doing it efficiently, you, know, you can bring in more people and house them and have a sustainability of the more you build an amazing America, an amazing world, the more you can bring in more people. It's like it feeds into it. If you build more megacities and more smaller cities that are sustainable, then you can constantly keep bringing in and filling those with people and have some cultural exchanges. Like a small megacity where you have people from like one zone of the world, like, you know, Middle East. You get people from Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Israel, all living in the same, you know, you know, little, little efficient city. You know, maybe a suburb of like, I don't know, Seattle or the Bible Belt, Missouri, even better. You, know, you have to have a place where you can go, go somewhere and get along. You know, this, this is one of the things. I, I feel like you need to you know, bring certain regions of the world together in certain mega small cities. You know, they're Hyperloop too. Because you bring a place where you can come in and try to get along with people that in, in your zone of the world, you're teached to hate your whole life. And young people can do that. If anyone should be doing that, it should be young people. You know, send your, you know, your young adults to America. You live with other young adults from countries that say everyone should hate. And watch them get along and watch them. Here's an idea. Here's, here's a crazy idea. Fall in love and get married. 
and letting their children choose what religion they want to be when they come of age. And let the chips fall as they may. You know, instead of trying to win this war on God, let, let your children choose which one they feel is closer to their hearts. That's what I'm saying. Because when you, when you de declare this kind of war of, i got to be right and everyone else has got to be wrong, you pretty much are just, just destroying you know, different viewpoints and ways of feeling in life. Just like a different like vibration of you know the human heart. So I think it's like a, a sad, sad history that you know a lot of these religions have been doing just that for hundreds of years. Just destroying culture after culture after culture of religions. You know, different views of what it is as divine thing. Instead of learning from each other and you know, respecting each other and getting along. You know, live and let live attitude. You know, it just didn't exist. But I'll tell you people, it can exist today. You know, the youth of the world, you need to rise up against your parents. You know, mom, dad, I know you're racist, I know you're sexist, but, you know, this religious thing, nope, I'm getting along with someone from another religion. You know, talking about some kumbaya -ing. You should all be Unitarians. You want to come together? You know, be your religion, but also be a Unitarian. Because Unitarians are about accepting other people and their religion. You're learning to get along with people who aren't like you. you know, which world do you want to live in? i, I got to ask you, this is a binary decision. Do you want to live in the world that's divided, where religions hate each other, you know, and push rhetoric of hate, and create wars, and everything that's going on today? especially in the Middle East and America, or do you want to live in the world that's united? Those in charge are never going to let it happen. And those who elect those in charge are never going to let it happen either. You know who's going to have it happen? The youth. Now who's going to demand it? The women. Because they're saying no to being controlled by men. And if they do marry, they're going to marry someone from their country or another religion. And preferably, both. But even more so, another another race. You know, hit the trifecta, women. And if every everyone one in the world, every woman in the world did that, then guess what? There's nothing men can do to stop it. Now all you need is love to change the world. Well there you go. That's a truth. That's a that's a true statement. If you did it right. Because bye bye nationalism Bye-bye, men in charge. You know, talk about a brand new day. I'm telling you people, you want to change the world with, within the confines of the system. It's not the solution. You know, it may sound crazy to say love can change the world, but if you do it a certain way, then yeah, love can change the world. You know, do it holistically. You have to do everything. If you leave a piece out, then it just doesn't work. I mean, it kind of works, but then eh, it won't work efficiently. You really won't get from here to there like you really want. You know what I'm saying? You know, why would you want to run around in the muck when you just toss it all off at the same time? And just start sprinting towards fixing this planet. 
fixing the world, fixing humanity, you know, fixing the environment. You can't change the past. You can't you can't just constantly look with the past of anger and hate in your heart as nations and people. You get you gotta learn to accept, let go, have no regrets, and then try to find it somewhere deep in the heart of you to respect and trust your fellow human being, your fellow woman. Your fellow man. Your fellow person who believes in a faith like you do. But it's just different than yours. You should be more akin to people who are religious than against. You know, they, they have a faith. You have a faith. Talk about something in common. You know, but you stand divided. You stand united, divided. Yeah, that's what you do. I'm going to stand united. We're going to stand united. We're going to stand united. And we're all standing united. We're going to stand divided at the same time. And quite frankly, guess what, women? If you marry people from another religion, bye-bye that way of doing things. You know, people will just stand united. There will be no more of this united divisionism. If you really want to bury the hatchet on these things, you're going to have to love thy neighbor, right? I mean, actually do the things you say you believe in. You know, forgive, love, all that stuff. Help, care. And you want to boil these things down. I mean, it's some simple emotions and concepts, people. And there sure ain't enough of it in this world. Because it's all about the exact opposite of all those things. It's all about control. It's all about owning. It's all about winning. It's all about being right. No matter what. Just like the clenched fist of righteousness. And I'm right. And everyone just has these clenched fists that they're, they're swinging at each other. Just pointing at each other. Like, I'm right. You're wrong. And you just got to let it go. Just got to let it go. In my, in my mind... You may be all right. You're just not exclusively right. Because since God's infallible, this is why we have all these religions. Because whatever you can imagine can be reality when you die. Because when you die, you're you're no longer physical. You go into a next dimension of, you know, consciousness and, you know, the data of who you were while you were alive. Take a big take a big thumb drive, and toss it in the air. Off it goes into you know, the information realm, the consciousness realm. You know, in that kind of existence, anything you can imagine can be reality, people. So I don't know what you're bickering about. You know, the more variety, the better, I say. Heck, bring back you know, the runes. You know, understanding the universe through lines in the stars, lines of energy. Bring back the druids. You know, understanding the world through nature. You know, bring back the Mayans.
And we know less about them than most of them, quite frankly. Because, guess what? They had books, and they burned them all. All of them, people. All of them. I'm talking about a travesty of humanity. I can't wait until humanity finally comes together, gets its shits together, and learns to be peaceful and respectful of one another, and finally, finally we'll find some books from Mayans, and boom. You know, the history of Maya. Now, what was it really like? You know what? That's not allowed. Like paganism? Like paganism has a recurrence now. And look, look at how they're viewed. They're still viewed with anger and wagging the finger. And, you know, they're evil. You're the devil. You know, you're going to hell rhetoric. When really they're just seeing a viewpoint of reality that's different than yours. You're just you're just having a viewpoint that's that of what the afterlife is that's different. I mean, what's wrong with that? It's not going to affect your physical life. All it affects is what happens in your afterlife. You know that dimensions where whatever you think can become reality. And what's wrong with that? I'll never understand it. And then you all trying to say that, oh, we're right, we guessed right. We, we were right about what happened. When really, none of you know. Because you don't go there and come back and, yep, this is what happened. You know, but you lived your life like, you know, it's so important that you worry about it your whole life. And it just divides the world. The whole world. You'll believe what you want to believe, and that's what it'll be when you die, but don't let it rule your life, people. You know, don't let it rule your life. You know, especially the young people. That's really who I'm talking to. Young people, don't let it rule your life. You know, religion divides humanity and the rhetoric we have today. You know, be religious, I don't care. But do it in a sustainable way. Do it in a peaceful way. You know, marry each other from different religions and let your kid, your kid decide what it wants to be when it comes of age. You know, everyone be a universal Unitarian. And you can, like, all go to church with people who are opposite religions of you and everyone get along. Oh, no, oh wait, they're no longer opposite religions of you. You're just co-mingling religions that, who respect each other and are okay with thinking differently. Having a live and let live attitude instead of a divide and conquer attitude. And which one do you think will bring world peace, people? I never understand why you just constantly push for division and never bring world peace. You know, in the way you push for divisionism. Never. You know, it's all because you want to win. That your book is the best book. Your book is the only book. Your way is the only way. You have this my way or the highway mentality. And it's wrong. It creates a, a world where human mind is divided against all the other human minds that don't believe like they do. For every religion you have, whatever percentage they are in the human population, that's one percentage you know, standing united against everyone else. And the other religion, however percentage that is, 
is standing united against everyone else. In a world divided, you'll never have peace because you'll never have unity. In a world where everyone's a universal Unitarian, well then, hey, you're welcome to a brand new day. You know, hey kids, get into universal Unitarians if you want to be religious. Because you ain't going to change shit unless you can get your your parents' rhetoric of division and hate to go away. You, you want peace on earth, goodwill towards men and women, you need to make it happen. Because you know, all they want to do is divide. All they want to do is control. And this is what they've been doing like literally forever. And they've been ramping it up year after year. You know, ever since the Reagan administration in this country. You know, you got to make a choice. Either the system that they support, the control system, or the system of the people is going to rule the day. You have a binary decision here, people. Is the AI in your hands? Is the control in your hands? Is the will of the people what's followed and heard and done? Or is it those in control who preach division and hate? Hey, youth, stand together. Stand united. You know, stand against control. Stand for, you know, coming together in peacefulness, unity, you know, transparency, you know, especially at the highest levels. You know, organic leadership. You know, stand united or fall divided, people. I don't know what to tell you. There's, there's not a lot of choice here. It's going one of two ways. Either we're going to make change for a better day, or we're not. And no one can see how we make that change, but... And I get it, because all those who are controlling the system don't want to make that change happen. And we have no power to stop them or change their, their ways or attitudes. But I'm telling you, there is a way to stop them and change their ways or attitudes. Because we the people can take the power back. We the people can stand united. We the people can revoke our supposed given authority to those who have authority and do it directly. You know, not only in this nation, but in all nations that claim to rule, you know, at the will of the people. Right? The People's Party. Well, there you go. Let's just make everyone part of the party. You know, now we self-rule. You know, let that one sink in. You know, they have no cause or excuse to say no when we decide to self-rule. You know, the will of the people direct. Let thy will be known, and thy will will be followed. You know, one person, one vote, one voice. AI. You know, coin verification, transparency codes. You know, if you don't want to know what's going on, you, you, got, you don't have the time, you know, pledge your vote to someone else. Have organic leadership. You know, that way the mob does not rule. And their rhetoric of, oh, the mob rules, we can't live like that. No, not at all. It just changes to being, you know, instead of being in charge 
you know, by the, the rich and powerful have everything, you know, manipulating the whole thing with elections and the corruption. Now it's like it's a it's a it's an analog system. And you do something stupid, you, know, you you lose votes. No one's gonna back you no more. You do something dumb, it goes in the press, people read about it. You do something smart or something good, more people follow what you think and say. When you vote, they vote the same way. You know, and you know, the will of the people is what's followed. And if you're more left-leaning or more right-leaning, if you don't like where you live, move to a zone of the country or the world, hop on that hyperloop, and go live there. If more people want to live there that are different, they change the vote, well then, you know, you have to live with dealing with living in those confines and then hoping enough people will, like you will go there and change the vote, to change the zone, to flip the switch from the left to the middle or the right to the middle. You should always be seeking the middle if you're doing that. You know, flipping a state or a zone, eh, but putting it towards the middle, you know, more purple the better, I say. Quite honestly. But I'm more on the side for change, because we need a lot of change. But once the world's fixed, I don't know. You know, reevaluate over time, young people. And that's something that can only be answered by, you know, history and decision making after history happens. You know, know thy history and you know, project a future path and then achieve it. You want to move to the next planet, move to the next planet, achieve it. That's what I would do if I could, which I would love to. So one reason I'm like, oh, I can't stand this world. We could just be in such a better world. Nope. But at the same time, I always think, you know, if we ever did finally achieve it, and there was this exponential increase, you know, and the actual technologies that exist are made light and used, and the best technologies are just built because everyone just builds it, like it's, you know, the end of the Great Recession or World War III, then heck, we could achieve the future faster than you can imagine. Like, it just amazes me. Like how obtuse people are that they can't realize that if we work together, we can have just this amazing world, but we don't. We all work, we all, you know, stand united, divided. We stand united, united on the left, we stand united on the right in order to divide the entire country. We stand united in one country, we stand united in another country, divide entire regions of the world and the whole planet. Your nationalism, as much as a disease, is, you know, the left and the right hating each other. The right, or the right half of the human hemisphere of the mind hating the left half of the human hemisphere of the mind. Because that's what it is. You have two mindful ways of thinking in this world, people. Some people are more dominated by the left, and some more, more people are more dominated by the right. You know, should the right 
you try to control the left? Yeah, I don't think so. You know, that's what the right's always trying to do. Stay pragmatic to the point of dogma. No, no change. A lot of left just wants change all the time. You know, I get where you're at. You don't want so much change, but you know, we need nothing but change now, people. You know, big change. You know, the stuff I'm talking about is stuff that should have been happening since the 60s. The 60s. You know, we need to go back to, you know, the 1980s, at least. At least. You know, before it all fell down. You know, before the plan was up that that was implemented that America must rule forever kind of attitude. Maybe at the time, that's what we needed. What I'm saying, it's an outdated system, people. It's an outdated system. We need an updated system. One that you know, pulls us forward into the future we need to get to. You know, the one that stands against the crown. You know, turn that crown upside down. Make it into a piece of art. Squash, squash, mangle. That's what I say. You know, show that those who rule no longer rule over us. That's what I would do to it. If I had that crown, psh, just turn it a piece of art and put it on display. Everyone can look at it. You know, the crown must not rule forever, people. If it does, it's just going to change the way in which it rules. And no matter what, those who rule continue to rule. Before World War One and World War Two, during, after, it don't matter. It's the same people, people. The same lineage of the types of people who've always ruled over us continue to do so today. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You know, all they do is they pass their, around their hats of power, you know, change the shades of how much they have and how they go about manipulating it through society, through money and cajoling and laws and, you know, favoritism. You know, they, they change with the times, just like everyone else, but it's still the same people in power. The only way America is ever going to be free from old Europe, the whole reason we left there in the first place, is if we finally come together as a people, as a whole. We, the people, start to write out that people. That was like the inside statement. It's all about the people. You know, if they probably could have networked humanity back when they made the Constitution, that's probably what they would have done. But they knew eventually, they knew old Europe would come on back here, you know, and spread its ways of doing things, and put it into our system. And it is, it's here. You know, there's no truth, you know, there's no history of, because everything's redacted. You know, there's, there's no way of knowing what those in charge are doing. 
No one even cares because everything they do is just so stupid and pointless. And they never listen to you. And they're all placed there by big money interest. You know, they they stack the courts and you know, create Citizens United to make themselves even more powerful. I mean, see the forest through the trees, people. You're so close to the problem, you don't see it. You're always trying to fix the system with the confines of the system. Never going to work. Because they own it. They, they feel they feel a pull on their, their 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 tendrils of how they manipulate the world like we're all puppets on their strings. They'll adjust. You gotta fix the system by cutting the string. Just like you cut cable, that's how you gotta cut the system. You look at each other, help each other out. You know, be aware of what the system's doing, but you know, let the voice of the people be what motivates and moves you to make society better, to work together and make it better for everyone. You know, I know it's hard. I know it's like, it's a big ask. <laughs> I mean, it's a big ask. I know. I know it's impossible, but hey, I like to believe anything's possible. It wouldn't be nice if somewhere out there, you know, in the, the quantum possibilities of our future, somewhere in all those areas where we could just let those in charge just fuck up the world, somewhere out there, there's one or two, probably just one, where we can get away from all this. We can avert this disaster that's been placed before us. By those who rule over us. You know, someone who's not in the establishment telling you, hey, there's a different way. Completely different. It goes back to the roots. Of what it means for freedom, liberty, and justice. You know, living like the natives of America. For it was America. You know, back when America was as free as it could be. You could just think and do and feel however you want. You know, at least for a little while. You know, at least to a certain degree for the men in charge. You know, but America has really never been the epitome of what it should have been. You know, and it can be today. It could be so much better, people. You know, as much as I like to complain about America, I mean, yeah, I hold it in the highest regard. The highest regard. Because we're the purveyors of truth Liberty, freedom, and justice. And you know, we're like the only ones who can do this. In my opinion. And maybe some other ones can, I don't know. But yeah, we can make it happen. And if we can do it, anyone can do it. Because it's so efficient, people. It'll blow your mind. You wouldn't go from zero to hero. You know, do what I say. You know, let the spark ignite. You know, remember, remember, the 5th of November. If you want to change the world, that's what you got to do. 
You know, I know it's scary, but you know, if everyone's equal, if everyone dons that mask of equality and transparency and the will of the people, then there goes the control system. Boom. Gone. Finally. After all this time. And all it takes is a thought, a voice, an idea, a deductive reasoning to come up with a better future. Now, not for yourself, but for everyone. You know, that's what you should strive for. That's what I strive for. You know, how do you do what's best for everyone? You know, taking into account the environment a lot. You know, putting aside your consumerism for a good five or ten years so we can fix this world. You want to fix the world, kids? There you go. Live your life a different way. I still own t-shirts I have from my high school. Just FYI. I still own jeans from 10 years ago. And we have like this throwaway society. It's just like boggles my mind. Why we just don't have a society that's sustainable. What? It's all based on money. It's all based on division and competition. And you get like a thousand different parts for a thousand different things. And none of them are easy to fix or replace or maintain. You don't demand these things in your products. You don't demand transparency of when you buy something, what's its carbon input? What's its human toll? What's its water use overall? Like red meat. Did you know one pound of red meat requires like 10,000 pounds of fresh water? 10,000 pounds. That's a lot of water, people. For one pound of meat. And you're like, where's all my water? Where's it all gone? Yeah, well, it went to make the plants. Sprayed for all the plants, all that water. Go fed the cows, water the cows, to put that steak on your plate. You know, that's where the water went. You know, that and all the other industrial waste uses for it. You just pump it out of the ground like it's an endless resource. This is not anymore. You know, now you either need to conserve, you know, get a lot less of it and not eat red meat, or you need to use clean nuclear energy to desalinize the ocean so you can drink that water. Or divert, you know, the Mississippi River through the power plants so you can drink that water. Or desalinize that partially desalinized water underneath, you know, the East Coast I read about recently. I mean, there's so many ways we can solve these problems, people. But no one has a big vision. No one would want to spend the money to do any of those things in the political climate we have today. You know what I say? The will of people. You know, if that's what you decide, then that's what should happen. And if it doesn't, then you'll wait and see what happens. Just wait. See what happens. You'll depower the system. And then empower the system when you can. You'll be prepared to take off people because it could happen.
They expect you to fail. Guess what, kids? This is no time to fail. It's do or die. It's make or break. You know, there is no try. There is only do. You know, make it happen. And see what happens. You know, it's a big, it's a big, it's a huge request. You know, I asked the impossible, but I feel like humanity can do it. You know, if if they felt, had some heartfelt, you know, empathy with each other, I think we can make it happen. You know, don't, no one ever thinks with their heart. They only think with, you know, their their wallet. Or you know, what they think they want in life. And how do they get it? You know, success. Hey, I feel successful every day, people. I'm not rich. You know, I live within my means. And I don't work myself to death to do it. You know, it took me a long time to get here, but I feel like my way of life could be everyone's way of life. Why does everyone need to have so much shit? You know, I got a lot of junk too, but ain't nothing like the rich people. Man. Everything I've got's used. You know, I'm a firm believer in Craigslist. You know, the longer you can keep something in use, the better. It's the most environmentally environmentally friendly thing you can do. At least until the point it becomes so efficient it's not. Alright? You know, that's why you research things for 10 years and then you know, make it for another 10. Research it for another 10. And make it for another 10. Every succession is you know, better, more efficient, easier to fix and maintain than the last. Last longer. Easier, easier to recycle. If you want to go to the 2080s, people, you go to the 1980s, then you go to like the 2000s, then you go to the, the, the 2030s, and then you go to the 2060s, every 10 years. Then you go to the 2080s. And you research technology, you make physical trickle-down economics, you know, long-lasting production times, easy to fix, easy to maintain, modular, and then you research the heck out of it using the best ideas of all humanity, coming together with the most efficient design, that's most sustainable, it's going to get us to the future the fastest, then bam. You know, everyone gets a Tesla, right? And what if the whole world just built Teslas? All the same. And we designed them even better. You designed them around the parameters I've just said. You know, talk about a brand new day. Do the same thing with drones. You'll break up the Tesla into two parts. The cabin and everything else. And the cabin just gets picked up and carried away by a drone with standardized you know, mounting systems that come down and grab it. Off it goes. You know, talk about the future. You know, but it had to be standardized. It had to be one design. You know? It's just like the World Wide Web. You know, could co companies and the world come together on that? I don't know. I would think they could. You know, if you want to live in a world where 
you drive around in a car that's better than a Tesla and fly off in a drone to get to your Hyperloop and then zoom on off to your mega city with all the 3D printed things in the future you're right there at your disposable in a sustainable world that isn't being destroyed most importantly telling people it's a big synergy it's a, it's a whole bunch of things that go together it isn't just one I know it's tough to imagine for some people but you gotta see the long view you gotta look at the long term if this and this equals that over time then what is this or that or something else equal over time if you put it all together especially when they all work together you're spending a trillion dollars a year instead of um, weapons of war you built them on you know a laser defense grid and, and nuclear power plants to, pr to promote peace and de-escalation of war the heck you know and then you build it to make a 3d printed society that's going out into space because you can justify that because you're you're, you're rearing redding drone factories that could 3d print drone defenses you know for military purposes under constant research and development. You know, but you don't actually build them. You build them as you need. You know, but while you're not building them, because you're not building a military now, you're just researching it, you can use those resources now to build civilian drones. To build the things that we need in society today. Now when, you know, supposedly the Russians or the Chinese attack, right, or North Korea, then boom, we can switch it all over to self-defense drones with all the integral parts ready to go. You know, because that will never happen, you know, we can use them to build stuff for society. And because we can build a system to defend ourselves without actually building it, we can decide to not build it and get rid of all this development for war. You can train your people to defend the country. You can train your kids and their kids and their kids to fly, you know, a to fly, you know, drones and AIs to defend the country if you have to. But that same training can be transferred over to, okay, now I can fly this drone out in space, putting together spaceships. You know, it's dual purpose. You know, it's it's using. You know, the rhetoric they use for military defense, you know, because that's the world we live in today, it's very violent, because they made it so. Well, you can use that military defense spending for things other than weapons of destruction and mass destruction. And furthering more posture of buildup of more mass destruction. If they can use it to build hypersonic missiles with nuclear-tipped warheads controlled by AIs, well, we can build it. We can use that money to build a laser defense grid that is for defense purposes only, for the for the recourse of eventually, you know, demilitarizing and denuclearizing the world. And while we do that, we can use the excuse because we're having a laser defense grid to build clean, free nuclear energy from the de-escalation of those nuclear bombs and it's free because we've already paid for all that nuclear energy 
You know, it's coming right out of those bombs, paid by our parents and our grandparents and us. You know, and it's passed off all that debt to your grandkids. Yeah, we paid for it. It's free. It's ours. You know, talk about finally freeing up some equity for humanity, for every American. Imagine I have to pay your heat bill, or your electric bill, or your your energy bill for for you know, moving around. All your cars, free energy. Your drones, free energy. Your 3D printing machines, free energy. Your robots that walk around, free energy. Your free energy people, man. Talk about starting to build a new society. Especially when you have a 3D printed world. Those two in combination, along with human ingenuity and AI and computing. I mean, come on. How can you not imagine a brave new world we could be entering? I mean, we're on the verge of a golden age or the nuclear age. Either we're going to go like you wouldn't believe into the future because we think it can't happen, or we're going to go the direction the control system wants to go where it's not going to happen. Because where, where are we poised to go today, people? I mean, where do you think you're going to go if you keep doing what you do? You keep believing in the system. You know, how many more wars are we going to have in the Middle East? You know, now the winds of change are, we're going to go to war in Iran. It, it's on the way. The, the rhetoric has already been spent, said. We have no proof of who hit those tankers. We have no proof of who, you know, shot those missiles at at those oil fields in Saudi Arabia, none. In a country that supposedly has spaceships sitting under the sands of Area 51 and satellites that can watch you as you read your book from space, I find it hard to believe they have no information on who actually shot those missiles. You know, in the country, in the world we live today, that's technological, I demand proof. Now, no more, none of this rhetoric of blah, 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 you know, we're going to go to war, top secret. No. You know, shame on, shame on you for well, the Iraqi war, your weapons of mass destruction bullshit. Shame on the American public if we don't demand proof. If we go to war again on another lie. You know what I'm saying? And there's no, they have no excuse for not having proof because we all know how technologically advanced the military is in America. And if they want to start a war in Iran, well, you know, we're all just going to be kind of pissed about it, I say, until they can show proof. Real proof. Real proof. Because I don't believe a word they say, especially in this administration. Like, half the things, half the things that are said in that day are lies. And half the things that are said in that day are called fake, fake news. Oh, that's the truth? No, we're going to call that fake news. You know, what's true we're going to call a lie. What's a lie we're going to call true. And that's the world we live in today, people. Are you going to believe them that Iran supposedly did these things? When they've vehemently, numerous times, say that they did not. But we, 
that those in charge say, we don't believe them. And they got the people saying they didn't do it. But we don't believe them either. You know, those in power. You know, I know, I, I, I kind of find it hard to believe what those in power say anymore. Because they have no transparency. If I were in charge, I'd be like, hey, look at me, world. Every single day in front of a camera. All day long. I don't even care. You want to watch me make coffee? You can watch me make coffee. Don't bother me none. You know, just don't be getting up in my space. It's gotta be me. But in the world where we have organic leadership, I mean, that's what we should be doing. If you're gonna vote the same as Dave Chappelle and he's got like 10 million people following him, then hey, we should know what Dave Chappelle is thinking and doing all the time. If he is the head that holds the crown, that's what I say. It shouldn't be a benefit to be someone who's a leader. It should be a burden. Because it's annoying having people watch you and judge every single thing you do, right? That's why people don't do it. That's why people don't like it. You know? But you know, I don't care what people think about me. You know, I stopped caring about that long ago. That's such a hang-up people have. Blows my mind. How much everyone goes through their lives just worrying about what everyone else thinks about them. Hey kids. Hey kids, don't think like that. Worrying about what people think about you just makes you neurotic. It makes you change for who they they it makes you change for what you think. They think how you should be. Or directly what they say you should be. But yeah, my whole point, I don't care what people think. I don't live my life to please others. You know, I live my life for you, know, seeking and seeing the truth and finding the balance. Now, hopefully, fixing this world. I'm trying to. Pick apart what's going on in the world and deductive reason it a million different ways, I'll tell you. And it would come up with the best solution. That's what I always do. And if you try to do that, then hey, you know, you're basically like a Vulcan now. You know, usually thought, logic, and reason. Hello, Mr. Spock. Well, if you could do that, not in this world. Well, you could still do it, it just won't be followed. There's a difference. But eventually, when it's needed, when you're doing it, perhaps others will hear. You know, and that's why you put yourself through that mental exercise. You know, if you think about it, and you you put it out there, eventually, maybe, if it if it's in the right direction, enough people get where you're coming from, then yeah. In a world that's transparent, then people will hear it. You know, logic, reason, can prevail. Instead of rhetoric and division and hate and righteousness and money. I mean, there's just only so, so many ways that humans can live, humanity can live people. 
Either we're going to have a master-slave society, or we're going to be free and equal. You know, and that's full and absolute. You know, that includes, obviously, number one, women being equal to men. You know, races that aren't the establishment being equal to races who are the establishment. In America, that's the white people. You know, and those who are straight against those who aren't have different, you know, sexual identities, which, by the way, have been around since the Roman times, as far as we know. So it's nothing new. Something that's natural and normal in human existence, apparently. Or, or being, you know, hateful of those who are in your religion. You know, these things all divide humanity. And as a whole, they, they exponentially divide humanity to get the world we have today. Whereas on a whole, if they all work together for the benefit of humanity, we'll do the exact opposite. It would, it would hurl us into the next new age. From zero to hero like China did back from the 90s till today. Now how do you do that? You know, women taking command. Women changing the dynamic of getting rid of nuclear bombs. Of voting for real change. Real change. You know, maybe we'll prevent the South from rising again. You know, the the white my way or the highway attitude. You know, they think they're right. And, and I get you guys. I'm from the South. I understand where you're coming from because I heard it when I was younger. I kind of fell for it a little. You know, I felt that feeling, but I'm telling you, it's flawed. You know, what you feel should be for everyone. You know, it's, it's those who have everything against us. Them versus us. It's not your fellow American who's a different you know, skin color than you. You know, it's not your fellow American who's a different sex than you. It's not your fellow American who's a different sexual orientation than you. You're all more sane than, than different. It's really against you, know, you and those who own everything. The establishment. You know, let's just be honest. The establishment that's always been the establishment. The rich. Sorry, rich people. You're at least half the problem. Quite frankly, you're more than half the problem. But the thing is, people, you're all the other half. You support these divisions. You support this exceptionalism idea of the white male rhetoric, rich establishment way or nothing. You know, my way or the highway kind of attitude. You know, this is what creates all these problems that you're sick of in the first place. That you blame on everyone else. But really, it's you're supporting the system we have today that's creating all the problems that you're complaining about. You know, stop blaming them and them and them and them and them. And look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, I'm supporting the people who are creating the problems in the first place. You know, all these all this crime, all this you know, hatred, you know, it's it's a symptom of the bigger problem, which is, you know, the wealth disparity. You know, we want to make America great. When was that? You know, quasi sort of when, you know, the wealth disparity was 20 to 1. Not like approaching 300 to 1. You know, who do you blame for that? You blame your fellow poor person. Uh, well, hello? You know, those that you idolize and want to be like and push higher and higher to the top are the same people who are creating the problem in the first place. You know, they're the same people who sent your jobs overseas. 
They're seeing people who empowered what they like to call our enemies. You know, it's like, come on. They're the same people who, you know, make wars in the Middle East for oil, for money, for the petrodollar, for destroying the environment, maintaining the status quo, for, you know, pseudo-religious wars. You know, we could have been on nuclear energy since the 60s. You know, 80s at least. You know, they've had nuclear power submarines and boats for decades, people. They sure as heck, without incident, they sure as heck could have had nuclear power for this country. In a standardized fashion, just like they did for those submarines and those boats. And while I'm on the side for conservatives for self-defense, you know, and uh, small government, you know, that's efficient, actually works. You know, pr pretty much else I'm not. You know, because we need to have equal rights for women. We need to have it so men aren't in charge of everything. We need to get rid of the racism. We need to... Stop letting religious bias control the rhetoric which creates extremism around the world. We need to stop you know, following those who have all the money that create the problems in the first place. You know, everything else, I mean, there's like so many things going wrong on both sides of the parties, but Conservative parties are really pushing it, not only in this country, but around the world. You know, self-defense and small government, thumbs up, guys. Everything else, racism, sexism, religious bias, big money, you know, not having your vote heard or even established as being the truth in the future. I'm talking about going off the rails when it comes to, you know, freedom, democracy, and liberty. When you go down that path, you know, this experiment will be over if you continue to do it. You know, don't you want to have the ideals of America of, you know, being actually true for everyone? It has to be for everyone, though. For everyone. Everyone. In order to make it true. To actually make it happen. Not only in America, but... If you want America to be the, you know, the leader of the world on these things, then hey, you got to include the world. And instead of drawing around the world trying to force your will upon everyone with your hundreds of bases around the, the world with all your militarized weapons, you'll bring the world here. How do you compete with a billion people? Half a billion people. That's how you do it. Now, maybe not right away, but you make a sustainable society that can continue to build to be even more sustainable and more sustainable and have more and more capability to having more people to be more sustainable. And heck, you keep bringing people in and it's an exponentially increasing force. Because the more people you bring in, you put them to work to make more sustainable societies. You know, megacities, hyperloops, you know, clean nuclear energy, clean solar and wind energy, 
worldwide. You know, electrical distributions. You know, drones that fly around to carry us around, get rid of roads. Drones in space. You know, drones to fix the environment, monitor the environment. And the soils for the crops so we don't over-fertilize. I mean, there's a whole list of things we can do that make America amazing. And I'm just skimming the surface. But you got to make it happen. I can't make it happen. I can only point you in a new path. One of those quantum possibilities. Little tiny sliver. Out there in the distance, if you work really hard, we can get there. Now, I know it sounds impossible because I'm asking the impossible, but I like to believe anything's possible. You know, I never, you know, close my mind off to any of the avenues of, you know, the possible paths we can take. This is why I fall on both sides of the political divide. This is why I could never run for president. Because I'm too much, you know, in the middle ground for actually solving problems. Instead of, like, being one-sided. You know, winner-take-all attitude. You know, embrace guns, liberal. Embrace, embrace the, you know, the ability to defend yourself. Yeah, see what happens. You know, watch you get medical treatment all the time. Like, oh, now I can have a mental evaluation since we're going to bring three rounds burst back. Well, now you should only be putting three round bursts and people will go through medical evaluation. Right? Because you don't want a crazy person having three round bursts, guys. You know, everyone has the right to have weapons now and carry them. You know, preferably non-lethal, but if you qualify... You carry around a three-round burst weapon, and hey, you have more power to you, buddy, regardless of your race, or your religion, or your sex, or your sexual orientation. And now the world's transparent. If you start something, and they're in their rights to defend themselves, they can finish it. You know, God made man, but Smith and Wesson made him equal. Right, guys? Well, there you go, the great equalizer. The ability to defend yourself. And this is why I wholly believe in it. But it can also be used to, you know, get people to see each other as brothers and sisters instead of as enemies. I don't know if any of you have been in the military, but hey, when shit hits the fan, you know, even people next to you who aren't your color or aren't your sex or aren't your religion become your brothers and sisters. Because you look out for each other. You help each other. You're there for each other. You can protect each other. And this is why I'm totally on that side for it. And you gotta embrace it. If you do, then hey, maybe they'll embrace coming to a middle ground of the women that control their, their own bodies. And we can finally bury the hatchet on this rhetoric of religion, taking us off on this endless path just because of that one issue. Welcome to a brand new gate, people. Bearing the hatchet on these things. And you already know what I'm saying about immigration. In a country that's united, creating an efficient, sustainable super cities and infrastructure for everyone to live. Drones everywhere. And heck, 
Bring in as many people as you can. Make America the hub of the world. And how do you export liberty? You import people. People come in without liberty in their hearts, and they leave with liberty in their hearts. You know, now you get some cultural exchange. And guess what, young people? You don't have to wait for those people in power to say so. Like I said before, just marry someone from another country. There you go. Problem solved. You know, bring them on over. You don't even have to marry for love because guess what? They have to prove it. You can't prove or disprove love. No matter what they say, they have no right to be in your bedroom and force you to kiss and blah, blah, blah. Nope. You have the right to remain silent because that's what they're doing. They're trying to gain evidence against you that you're breaking the law. Well, because you're trying to gain evidence to me that I'm breaking the law, I have the right to remain silent. You have to disprove that I don't love this person. You know, that's your job. It's not my job to do your job. I have the right to remain silent. So now, you can go marry anyone you want and bring them to this country. Talk about changing the world. Using their own control laws to free society. That's what I'm saying. You have to make it happen, people. Don't expect those in power to hand it to you. This is why I structure everything the way I do. Because it isn't asking for the people to take the power back. It's demanding simply by the way you live your life and do things in a slightly different way. Especially women taking the power back. It's the first domino of the fall, people. I have faith in you, women. I know you can do it. You just have to believe in yourselves. You know, you think you're going to get a zero in the test and then poof, you get a 90. You know, you should, you should believe in yourself. You make it happen. It may not be 100%, but so what? As long as it's heartfelt, it's all that matters. You work together. Instead of dividing and, and trying to conquer like men do. You know? That's what's really missing in this world. And if you do it, then the other people in your generation do it, the men, well then, you can't stop the next generation from changing the way they think and feel and live their lives and to find success. You can't do it. And if you do that here, you can do that anywhere. You know, and see what happens. See what happens. You know, throw that change on the ground. Change your brain. Change your future. Change success. Have a paradigm shift. And reach for a better tomorrow. Endlessly until it happens. Never give up.